Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about how much your ideal day costs. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so money and happiness. This is a complicated area because a lot of us already hold the perspective that money doesn't buy happiness, and yet a lot of our motivations in the world are contrary to this understanding, or it feels more nuanced to us. A lot of the things that we think will bring us happiness, such as certain experiences, can only come from having more money. And there's certainly some truth to this. You know, a lot of the recent research shows that your happiness increases with an increase in salary up until around $70,000, and then it starts to plateau. But this can also be different across cultures, depending on how much your neighbors make and people in your community, etc. There's a lot of variables that go into this relationship between money and happiness and how they're connected. And it would be a lot to try to parse in this episode or any episode or an entire podcast. But it is something that we can explore on an individual basis, meaning we can look at the life that we're looking to create and really ask ourselves, you know, what is necessary to create that? And one exercise you can do, which is what this episode is going to focus on, is to map out what your ideal day is. What does your ideal day look like? Now, we're not talking about going off to Italy and Positano and chartering a boat out into the ocean and, you know, the the $50,000 a day trip that would be pure luxury and amazing. Yeah, yeah, that could be the ideal day and maybe we have one or two of those in, in a lifetime. But I'm talking about just more realistically, when you sense into what gives you fulfillment or, you know, in the past year or two years, What was a day that that felt really good, that was nourishing, that was aligned, that when you went to bed, you were like, oh, wow, that was a good day. And you felt full in your mind, in your body, and in your heart. You know, what did that day look like? And this is an interesting exercise because when we really start to map this out and explore for ourselves, what what does a fulfilling day look like? It often involves, you know, some connections with other people. It might involve doing something that we we love or we like. It may involve, you know, a round of golf or some sort of sport or or being with others or doing some sort of activity that has a bit of a, a price tag. But a lot of these things, at least in my experience and when I've done this with other people, a lot of these things don't cost that much money 
we might need certain base like baseline things like um, a home or an apartment to, to do some of the things that we want to do. And we might want to be in a particular community that has a, a park that allows us to, you know, take the dog out. Maybe that's part of the ideal day. So there are some structural things around us that might require uh, a certain level of money to make happen. But at least when I do this for myself and, and I, I go through my day, you know, so many of my fulfilling days are, are quite simple. It involves some meditation, uh, some good phone calls with friends, connecting with a, a couple people. Uh, you know, a lot of you know I love golf, so it might be around a golf with a friend or my brother or, or alone meeting new people. All of that always feels really good to me. And reading a book, like my morning routine, which is so nourishing to me, you know, first few hours of the day. Um, there's not much there other than, you know, meditating, walking, drinking cold water, sitting down, reading a book for about a half an hour. Of course, all of this will get jumbled up once, you know, kids are in the picture and life gets complicated or more complicated. Um, but right now, when I assess it, yeah, a lot of these things that bring a lot of fulfillment and when I get to the end of the day, go, wow, that was a good day. It's really much simpler then I have tucked away in my mind, you know, the, the subconscious mind that is motivating uh, the desire for a particular lifestyle that was probably ingrained at an early age that can cause us to think that we need something more, we need to accumulate more, we need to make more money. And as I, I think you know, having listened to this podcast, if you have been, I'm not against money. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. It can solve a lot of problems and, and really facilitate a lot of creation of good experiences and uh, material things. I think if we're not going to live in a monastery and we're going to live in the world, I'm playing that game and feeling financially uh, well off or... Um, financially satisfied is important to a certain degree uh, of happiness but it's by no means the the whole story and yet a lot of times consciously or subconsciously we are crafting a life around needing more than we actually do to get the kind of fulfillment that we actually need when we really really drop into it what do i what do i really need what would really be fulfilling and what would my ideal day look like? Now, you're not going to do your ideal day every day. You might find that your ideal day is pretty simple and you know, it doesn't cost maybe more than like $25 or $50 or $100 or $500, whatever it might be. And, you know, there, there might be days where uh, you go on vacation and that might cost more. You do something else that might cost more. You do something else that might cost less. But the purpose of this activity is simply to see that, wow, this day that could really be fulfilling and enriching, this is, this is what it would actually cost to make that happen. And it helps you assess this relationship and get some clarity on this relationship between money and happiness, which can often be quite ambiguous and vague and operating in the subconscious of our mind. So my encouragement to you today, or sometime this week, maybe over a weekend, is 
just to sit down with a piece of paper and map out what would your ideal day look like from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. Again, don't go for the grandiose version. Go for the, the realistic version of a day that would feel really fulfilling that's within you know the parameters of uh, you know what a, a normal day in your life could look like. Not so much the vacation, but normal day. And then see, what, what would that actually cost to make happen? And then from there, what do I need to do and build out on my life to facilitate more days like that? So something to think about, and I hope it gives you a little bit more clarity on this journey of practicing human. Thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. And until next time, take care. Hey, before you go, a couple of quick announcements. First, if you're not yet part of our Practicing Human Facebook group, be sure to check that out once you sign off of this. Go to Facebook, just search for Practicing Human. You can join the group there. We've got a lot of members on the Practicing Human community, and uh, this is where you can ask questions. You can follow along in the episodes, comment on the episodes. They're usually posted there every day, and it's a great way just to interact with the community. Also, if you'd like some follow-up meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations, sleep meditations, you can text your email address to this number, 1-631-337-8298, and you'll get an automated email to your inbox with all of these free downloads. And lastly, if you're enjoying this podcast, if it's having an impact on your life and you want to give back in a small way, a review on iTunes does go a long way. I love reading them. Um, and other people love reading them too. It helps us uh, just get some podcast credibility. And for those searching and interested, do I want to listen to this podcast? They read the reviews and uh, they're more inclined to maybe listen. So that's appreciated and know that I do read every single one of those. So thanks in advance. uh, And thank you as always for your practice and for your presence. I'll talk to you next time and take care.